Hello, welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? I have a sore arm. I got a booster. Oh, boosted? Oh, what, today? Yeah. No, two days ago. Oh, it's still kicking your ass a bit. Oh, the, the arm is. That was, yeah, right. You know, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah I'm like, Oh, yeah, you're fine, dead. Two hours later, sore arm. Yeah, I, I had my booster a couple of weeks ago and was yeah, a little bit... Actually, the next day, I was probably out of action until about two o'clock in the afternoon. It knocked me about a fair bit, which is the yeah, first same. time any of the shots had done that. Yeah. And then, so then I, I didn't okay. move. I didn't move for six hours. Four. Yeah, right. I just sat on the couch and went, no, nah, I'm not moving. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit the same. I tried to do I tried to do little things and couldn't even do that. So, that yeah, that was a few weeks ago for me. And I've got the shits with that because I was told that I had to have it before the end of Feb. Otherwise, I wouldn't be allowed to work, which is fine. I've got no problem getting the booster, but I and I'm sure you're a little bit the same. When the when they first spoke about it, they said it'll be it's most effective if you can wait six months. So I was trying to wait six months. Then they said, no, 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 you got to get it done earlier for for my work to to remain employed. So I'm like, oh, fine, I guess I have to do it earlier than I would have liked to. Went and got the shot, and then like two days later, go, ah, oh, the vaccination rate's a little bit slower than we would have liked. So we'll give you a bit more time, oh. a month, which would have taken it to the six months, and I would have been happy. Oh, anyway. Fuck the education department. Um, so moving on from COVID shots and focusing on a rumor that popped up this past week, um, it sounds like, and I'm going to personally try and keep all my excitement in check because we've had this conversation after Spider-Man 2 was announced uh, last year and all those sorts of things that my love of Infamous in particular is very, very great. But there's been a rumor popping up this this past week that both Infamous and Sly Cooper, so old sucker punch um franchises uh potentially on the way back some some way shape or form and so we were going to talk a little bit about who could possibly make those games whether it's the old team that sucker punch whether it's someone else that's new whatever the case happens to be um but i guess before we get to any potential new stuff we should maybe look at the idea of remasters and those sort of things what do you see happening in that space for both sly and infamous well i've never played sly so i can't really say too much on that yeah you're missing out there big time missing out. So i should one day get onto it we do but have the rumors of spartacus the streaming thing where apparently if you pay at the right tier you'll get backwards compatibility and that might unlock some ps3 stuff for you so you might be able to play the trilogy or something even sly 4 which was after that so you got some options there but I played in. Well, I played the first infamous game. Probably don't have as much liking to it as you do. Oh, look, it's still the weakest of the three, I think. Oh, well, I, mean, I better play the, skip through them and play the second one then. Infamous the 2 is the peak of the franchise, I think. Oh. Well, Not that I've Second Son is bad. Play. Second Son of the PS4 is fantastic. And I think a lot of people have warmed up to it in recent years. But I think Infamous 2 is like the best story, the best combination of powers, and all those sorts of things. I would. I reckon there'll definitely be a remaster because it came out a long time ago. Last, what was it? 2014 was when Second Son came out. What about um, the first game? And f- the first, oh, the first game was 2009 because that was the same year as Uncharted 2. Oh, it's, it's well past the remaster. You can do a remaster for. Yeah. And I then mean, the last was 2013. It it's getting its second remaster slash remake. And then you can make a new game to go on top of it. Yeah. And everyone everyone will be happy. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, that's certainly a model that you're seeing. And obviously we'll talk about the new games, both for, for Sly and for, for Infamous soon. But like, I'm sure you've noticed it too. That's a bit of a model that a fair few companies are going. It's like, okay, let's let's remaster older games in the franchise. Maybe all of them, if you know, depending on how big the franchise is. Um, put put those old ones out there and we can kind of gauge interest. It's it's a pretty low cost way for us to gauge interest because the game's already done, so you don't have to develop too much. It's just, you know, HDFI, some stuff, 60 frames a second, all those sorts of little basics, and let's put it out to the world and we'll be happy. Um, and so I don't see any reason why they, they couldn't do something like that for, for definitely Infamous. I guess, Sly, you should really be able to do the same thing, but it has already been remastered once to bring it to the PS3, bringing the PS2 games to the PS3. So can they, they do, can do a re-remaster? I, mean, I, I guess you could. You could even go down the um, the Ratchet and Clank 2016 path and straight up like remake them. Oh, there you go. Bring in the new audience. Yeah. yeah it could work. I played Ratchet and Clank and I liked it. Didn't yeah. even know... Didn't really care what happened in the previous ones because you don't have to know. Yeah, you don't have to great. know for 2016. That could the, work. The game based on the movie, based on the game, and I guess like on on Sly. Before we really dive into kind of what the new stuff could potentially be around both of those franchises, PlayStation clearly has a lot of interest in Sly because it was only twenty seventeen. And Sly three, uh, sorry, so the Sly remaster came out like twenty ten or twenty eleven or something like that, um, and then I think it was twenty twelve when they put out Sly four. It was a brand new brand new Sly game. Um, and then it was like five or six years later and Sony was out of nowhere kind of looking at a TV series. They had like a plan for a hundred episode TV series of based on Sly. Kind of out of nowhere. So I think there's a... Even though that didn't end up going ahead for whatever reason, there's clearly like a little bit of internal love there at Sony about that franchise and what they can do with it. And it does kind of have some... Even though it's about stealing stuff, it does have kind of a family-friendly sort of tone about the whole thing it's all pretty relaxed it's always a bit odd if you're gonna go like family friendly and then you're gonna throw a crippled turtle at you but um a crippled turtle bentley the turtle is in a wheelchair the entire game well the entire oh wait that's actually yeah is that actually a character in the game yeah he's one of the main he's one of the main team like the core team oh so a turtle in a wheelchair i'm just trying to figure out how that's possible um I'm trying to, I'm Anything's possible, mate. It's a turtle. <laughs> I know. But and just, there's no, a hippo, I'm... and then there's Sly, a, a raccoon. So it's not. It's not. It's not. I was a hippo in a wheelchair. Is there just no, a turtle? No hippos in wheelchairs. Just, just a turtle. Yeah. All, all animals, just as you know, kind of mascot platformers were back in the day. But yeah, I mean, like it's kind of it's it's got a real family friendly sort of appeal because it's all pretty light hearted. Even though they're trying to steal stuff, it's all pretty light hearted and fun, and they're taking the piss out of each other and that sort of stuff. Um, so I think I think yeah, it's there's certainly room for it to work. So it's not like Dora the Explorer where you know, yeah. swiping no swiping. Yeah, I, I haven't watched enough Dora. Does she just straight up steal stuff? I don't know. I haven't watched Dora the Explorer for a while. I haven't, I haven't watched like Saturday morning cartoons for a while because they're no longer on. It's replaced and, by and you're an adult used, and I, that doesn't that doesn't stop me from anything. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Let's be honest. The news does, though. The news does stop you. News from doing does. That stuff. The news does. But 
yeah, I, I guess for my mind, yeah, I think I think you're right. Look, remaster is probably the right way to go for them. Maybe I could see Sly that potentially not happening because if Spartacus is what people say it is, then maybe the games that have already been remastered, they just say, look, they're part of your free games that you get on the PS3 backwards compatibility sort of thing. Maybe they'll do that. Um, Infamous, I could see... I could just as easily see them doing the same thing for at least the first two games um, for the exact same reason. But I think... They, there's a temptation okay let's try and bundle up those two with Festival of Blood which was the the DLC spin-off to Infamous 2 and then Second Son and First like, like we can give you four or five games here all together two PS4 games and three PS3 games or two and a half PS3 games and make a big deal out of it and then go from there so I don't know there, there could be slightly different paths for both of those but I think we both agree that some sort of Revisiting of the old games is probably the the starting point. But going on from there, and I guess all these rumors about Sly and Infamous could, in the end, actually just purely be based around maybe they're just getting remasters or remakes and not actually new games. But the internet does seem to think, or these um, insiders in the first place are seeming to suggest that they're actually new games. So I guess the the question that probably is left begging for both of us is who actually develops these things because they both came from Sucker Punch Sucker Punch these days is pretty busy with a franchise that's done pretty well for him in Ghost of Tsushima so I, I don't know whether it's uh, whether they want to but then also whether it's even possible for them to get involved we might start with Sly any thoughts for it like are there any developers out there that you think would be a good fit to just take on Sly well I did some research on and this. And inside and outside of PlayStation, of course, it's it's always well, possible they could get someone else. Well, I'll, I'll go for outside first. I was scratching my head trying to figure out, trying to find a company that hasn't been purchased well, by the Sony or Xbox. Uh, and I looked really, really hard. Then one came up, and that was Playtonic Games. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, are they owned by Team 17, or do they just do stuff for them? I'm not sure. That's what I was trying to figure out. I couldn't. Don't know if they're owned by Team Seventeen, but if that's the case, in the meantime, but they are form employees that used to work with Rare back yeah, in the Nintendo again? days. What did you say the name was? I've gone blank. Playtonic, Playtonic. Games, and they used to play do all those all those Nintendo games on the 64. If you can think of, if you had a top ten of games for the 64, I guarantee you at least five of them would be by Rare. Oh, for sure. And that would be this team. And it's also the fact is the Rare back in those days did third-person adventure games, first-person shooters, racing games, fighter games. So I'm pretty sure this would work up their alley. Yeah, and even I just their... Tencent owns a little piece of them, but that's it. They don't have an oh. actual... Oh, but no. Tencent owns a bit of everyone. Tencent owns a bit of Epic, a big chunk of Epic. We can't avoid Tencent these days. I know, unless it's... No, no, I don't think we discussed that on air last time. I'm not going to say it now. Okay. There was another oh, another we... country that purchased part of a gaming company and it made no sense to us. But was this the, about Saudi, the Saudi Arabian one? That was the one. The, the, the royal family there buying up SNK and a bit of Capcom and all that? Yeah, what a mess. Yeah, well, we won't go into that because... Yeah, we won't wait into that. No, stop. Let's not do that. We'll have, we'll have a dedicated opportunity. I'm sure they'll buy something up at some point and we'll be looking for a topic and, okay, let's hang shit on the Saudi Saudi government. That's 
safe starting point, I guess. Yeah, what what could they possibly do? Crickets. <laughs> uh, we're in all sorts. We don't know. So, Maybe. yeah, uh, I guess Platonic's not a bad idea, though. And yeah, Team 17 doesn't actually own them. It's just ukulele just and stuff that's been designed. Them. Yeah, they've been working for them. So, uh, it's their style. To me, it's their style of game, too, so... Yeah, 100%. That, that collector two two together. 3D platformer works. And you got yourself a game. If Sony wanted to go down that path. Yeah. They, they could just give them all the money they want. And off you go. No, there's... I, I didn't think of them. I should. I really should have thought about them, but it didn't. It didn't spring to mind in the first place. Um, but they they would be a good fit. And like Sony's got no problem. Well, especially in the case of Sly, like the evidence is there already that they've got no problem in um, sending the franchise off off to someone outside of PlayStation who's just got a real maybe a real passion to to create games in that universe. So you did have Sly one, two, and three, which are all sucker punch. And then, um, and it's the exact model we were just talking about before. So Zanzaru, who these days are owned by Facebook um, or Meta or Oculus or whatever, they, um, they, like a whole bunch of the co-founders just had this massive love for Sly. So they they put together their own vertical slice of the game without consent from PlayStation at all. And then eventually pitched it to them and said, hey, this is what, we're, this is what we want to make. And they said, oh yeah, that seems pretty good. Go and make the re- like go and do the remaster for us, and then we'll let you have a crack at a fourth game. And so they did the remaster; that was really successful. They teased Sly Four in there, and then eventually made it themselves. But this was a team that was outside of PlayStation, who basically had no credits in the bank. Really, they made pretty shitty kind of tie-in or or kind of shovelware sort of games in the past. But this was clearly like they were saving themselves for a big a big game. And now these days, like they they kind of got traction with Sly and then they eventually got picked up by Facebook and they're doing some pretty cool things over there for Oculus so so good on them but there's no reason why there's not I guess another studio like a like a Playtonic that would be a good fit for it the team I thought of was actually um, Sumo Digital the ones who did well they've done a fair bit of stuff for PlayStation in the past but I guess their most recent thing was uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure Oh yes. So they're they're already kind of entrenched with PlayStation in terms of working with PlayStation franchises. It's a platformer. Um, they're very very talented. Now let's keep in mind this is also the same team that put together the latest Crackdown game. Um, so not everything is a. What was it then that did the latest? They did a Crackdown game somewhere along the way. Um, I can't remember now. I'm gonna have to double check that. I'll fact check myself yeah, as I go. It, but was it the one with Terry? Poor Terry. Yeah. I th- I th- I, oh, I no. think so. So I'll, just, I'll double. I'll double check. But um, they they have done Crackdown in the past. Maybe it wasn't Crackdown three. Uh, no, it, it was Crackdown three. It was Crackdown three. Oh no! But like they, I guess if I kind of rattle off some of the other things that they've done, um, Sackboy Big Adventures, kind of the, the mo- or one of the most recent. They did that Hood Outlaws and Legends last year. That multiplayer thing that for a while I thought was going to be awesome until I re- realized it was multiplayer. Um. Yeah, Crackdown didn't work out well for them. They did Team Sonic Racing, so they've dabbled in racing games. They did Snake Pass. If you remember Snake Pass, that was kind of a platformer, a really, like, fairly popular kind of indie platformer. Um, Little Big Planet 3 they've done. Like, they've, they've, they've worked around PlayStation a little bit, and they've worked with some bigger franchises. They've worked with some smaller, uh, smaller no-names, like more brand-new IPs. They've tried different genres out there. They're a pretty talented studio, and I think... Even if they were a bit, of, they have obviously got evidence of things that haven't worked, like Crackdown. 
But if you have them working pretty closely with PlayStation, if Sucker Punch is kind of, they've got. So I guess if we if we focus on Sucker Punch for a moment, they've got about at last kind of reporting about 190 members of staff there, which is usually too much for one game. That's that's probably like one and a half staff members for a typical PlayStation studio these days. Um, so I wonder if like they couldn't just go, okay, let's send. Like we've got 20 people from the team. You guys are working with Sumo on, or whoever it ends up being, or Platonic or whoever it ends up being. Like this pocket of 20, you're the you're the ones going to help with Slice just to make sure they're okay with it. Maybe there's another 20 that then go and help with with Infamous as well. We'll obviously get to that one in a sec. But I sounds think that might like be the that. right sort of. Like, so this sounds like that. Uh, who was the uh, the developers that did Days Gone? Sounds like this with Naughty oh, Ben Studio. Yeah, Ben Studio. Well, yeah, but we know that Sucker Punch is still going to be working on Ghost 2, so they're not getting screwed over in the process. It's more like you guys who aren't quite useful to us right now because we're maybe not up to the point where we need to do, I don't know, motion capture or, you know, or maybe the writing's done, so now let's send you over and help out here because we don't need you for, you know, narrative stuff for a while. That that sort of kind of trading, like trading team members in and out when their current job is not the thing that's most most in need at the time i don't know i could see something like that going on again i could see maybe the same thing for infamous but did you you said you were thinking outside of playstation initially did you have someone inside that you were thinking of that wasn't i guess sucker punch uh uh no no that's fine ne- oh, neither no. did i um, no, I, was I, trying to think, I was trying to think really hard and i thought yeah i don't think any of the studios would really work well, yeah, there would be, be a... one but the that can be, I'm leaving that one for the infamous one. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, they could do both, possibly. All right, that's that's Maybe gonna be interesting. I'll have to, I'm curious to see who you think that'll be. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really have any first party ideas as well. Like, uh, you could you could make maybe make an argument for like Pixel Opus or Media Molecule, but Media Molecule really likes to do their super arty sort of thing, so I don't think that's the right the right fit. And Pixel Opus is twenty people and it took them a long long time to go from entwined to concrete genie and even that was still a very small game that whilst fantastic didn't have like there wasn't a lot to it there wasn't a lot of different systems going on and sly would require like there's stealth and then there's combat and all those sorts of things that are going on at levels that concrete genie wasn't going for not to mention there's a report that concrete genie's working on some sony films ip of some sort so I don't know. What? The Concrete Genie? No, 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 but like that, now that Concrete Genie's done, they're ah. working with Sony Films, Sony, Sony Pictures on something, apparently. I don't, I don't quite know what that would be, but. Is it something yeah. better than Uncharted? They would be sure. way too small to make an Uncharted. Way too small. 20 people is not, that's six or seven times too small to be able to do anything, to do anything like that. Um, all right, well, let's shift over to the infamous side because I think, well, for me, it's been crystal clear for years. That's obviously the one that I'm personally got. The, I love Sly, but I've got the biggest stake in in Infamous. And I, and obviously, you've mentioned you haven't played Sly at all, but you've at least played an Infamous game. So who do you think would be a good fit for Infamous, either starting with at PlayStation or outside of PlayStation? I'll go with outside PlayStation first. I, decided, I thought about it. Then I thought, would Crystal Dynamics work already infamous holy shit yes 
They obviously know a little bit about superhero games now, even though the Avengers, Avengers didn't work. They've also worked on Tomb Raider as well, so they can have the old point and shoot. And they're even doing Perfect Dark these days too with, with Xbox. There you go. So they I mean not that not that Perfect Dark crosses over all that much, but kind of a gritty sort of tone like Tomb Raider or something. Like they're, they're getting experience in different genres, I guess. But also being your, what would you say, supernatural, futuristic type game as well, being Perfect, perfect Dark. Because there is no, or that we know of, there is no alien called Elvis that we know of. In if, no, not that I'm, not that I'm aware In of. Perfect Dark, no. Or there's no big, giant, green monsters, bug-looking monsters from another planet dressed up as a blonde man. No. Not that I recall, no. Not that we know of. I'm sure they're there. We just don't know about them yet. We just don't know about just it. Just deep in the lore. Yeah, that'd be a good fit. I didn't... I, I guess I was maybe a little bit... T- I like had a bit too much tunnel vision because when I was thinking about outside studios, I was still thinking about ones that are kind of independent. I wasn't thinking about, oh, you could go and speak to Ubisoft and get this team to do it or... Well, go and speak I, to- thought Ubisoft, I thought Ubisoft. I thought it just doesn't fit Ubisoft. It does up to a point because Infamous is still that kind of open world. There's a lot of oh, stuff to parkour. collect and yeah, lots of things parkour. to kind of do in the world. So there's there's that. But yeah, I think like tonally, I don't think they'd know what to do with it. You can't you can't just go stabbing people all the time. That's that's not Infamous. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not quite right. Like, and it's not Tom Clancy style shooter either. So like that's yeah. kind of their two fields is the Assassin's Creed kind of st- oh, not overly stealthy, but kind of more RPG sort of up close and personal stuff versus I guess the third person shooter components that we see like the the shooting I guess is similar-ish to what you can do in Infamous but yeah I, I don't think they'd quite have the right things despite the fact that the games the, the sort of games that they're basically level they create are pretty similar yeah I don't think totally it'd be the right fit but yeah I didn't yeah awesome. Cr- Crystal Dynamics is a brilliant idea yeah, well, yeah that's the thing like you, they got their Tomb Raider games which does it's not like Sly, but same thing. Stealth. They do stealth pretty, really yeah. well. Well, we're obviously on Infamous now, but yeah. I don't know. If, infamous, that's what I mean. Yeah, but like you were saying with stealth, I can't remember if... um, I don't think Infamous had stealth. No, it wasn't really about stealth. It, it was, was more run, very it was much... all, It's pretty much more run and gun. Yeah, I, I actually read a quote from Nate Fox this afternoon like when I, as I was kind of doing a bit of reading into the whole thing, and they're like, we'd done lots of stealth before, so we wanted to specifically create a game, and it's like, they're thinking at the end of Sly 3, as they were starting to cook up Infamous, like, we want to do the exact opposite. We want to go and blow shit up. I'm like, okay. Checks out. There you go. And then um, they... And yeah, there's no... It's as subtle as a brick Infamous. Yeah. Then that's... So, I don't know, if with Avengers, I'm pretty sure there's no stealth in Avengers either. Not that I recall, no. I guess the only thing that's kind of missing for Crystal Dynamics is the fact they haven't done open world stuff like Tomb Raider has little bits of it like they have the small scale the, the wide linear stuff like you've got a specific path you're going on but then you come to these open world little right. but you can also go and yeah, you can go back to the places you visited previously little yeah. campfires yeah so they're, they're kind of they're close like they've, they've developed stuff that's close to the mark I think it wouldn't be that hard for them to make that final jump and go okay Take what you've been doing in these small, like these smaller miniature open worlds, and just make one world. That's it. Go for your life. Done. Um, I'd like to think that that'd be possible. That's a that's a really good pick. Who who were you thinking of in terms of a studio at PlayStation that could potentially at do the PlayStation? Job? Well, there was only one I could think of. I went through all of them. There's, well, there's a like lot of them now. Of them. 
I, I, I went through their like this website with all their little studios and that, and only one came up, or well, one that I could think of, that was Insomniac. <laughs> yeah, they know what to do with a with a um, superhero game. Because they're they done Spider Man, so they got the whole city thing sorted out. But they've also done Sunset Overdrive as well. So with the little, the only thing I can remember from Infamous yeah. is you do grinds there's on the grinding. Tr- yeah, there's a lot of grinding on the rail, and that's Sunset Overdrive for you. And also with silly, or well, not silly upgrades, but like in Sunset Overdrive with your little guns and whatever. Same with Infamous with your little sparkly hands. Th- thunder hands it's like with jazz hands whatever jazz you want hands. to call them. your little magical jazz hands oh yeah they'd be they'd be a very good fit I couldn't see it happening just because of all that they're doing I mean they're Spider-Man oh, and they're Wolverine, Wolverine game and god knows what else because they'll be doing something and, else too I'm sure and there's probably another Ratchet and Clank game in there too that we don't know about yet as oh, well of yeah yeah Ratchet so, will be in there um probably knows, already, Sunset Overdrive potentially let's be honest they're probably thinking about another Spider-Man game as well because why would why you? not why they, not they, they sell so much like it's it's crazy what miles morales is doing at the moment sales wise so yeah why, why wouldn't you exactly not, and yeah you've always got obviously got wolverine on the go which probably becomes wolverine 2 at some point they might even why not if, and if you're marvel games you're looking going everything else is a bit hit and miss now guardians worked out pretty well but like everything else is a bit hit and miss maybe we just give all of the marvel ip to playstation like here just take them and Let's get into Insomniac. Here, Insomniac. You do do what you you want to. Forget your 300 or something staff that you've got. We'll make that 1,000. And we want to see six Marvel games in production at the the same time. Because you can do it, Insomniac. You'd believe it's possible with with the way that team conducts themselves. They're they're an incredible team. Yeah, no no such thing as this was this this so-called crunching in other gaming studios. They've yeah, made it clear they don't do that. They don't do that, and they still get their games done on time. Well, I remember, and look, this was a long time ago. This was before they got even bought up by PlayStation, but they were obviously still working really closely with them at times. Like they were winning awards in America for for being like the best business to work for and all that sort of stuff. And it had nothing to do with games. Like it wasn't just oh, you know, the best game company to work for. This was like the best companies in the country to to work for because of the way they treated their staff and the way everyone was getting paid and all that sort of stuff and and probably a little bit about location and how they support staff and those sort of things but like they they have an incredible reputation for all that sort of stuff as well as then the games they're creating so they almost sound like the perfect video game student studio that'd be true i don't think such a thing sounds i don't know or maybe they're proving us wrong i Anyone at Insomniac that's listening right now? Yes. Please tell us about your experiences at Insomniac. And are the rumours true? What rumours? Oh, about how good they are. Yeah. How good they are. No, that, uh, no nothing bad. Just, we want to hear all the good stuff. Like I guess I'll have a more definitive answer for you about that in just a ooh. couple of weeks. Ooh. Just a few weeks. So you can ask um, the hard questions. Yes or in no? In fact, 14 days from now, I'll be able to have some oh. answers well Ooh, 14 and a half uh, like three weeks let's say because i've got to then put the the episode up yes that's a dev diary reference people um so i guess on my side um outside of playstation i actually, I actually really struggled across the board to think of who 
it's really hard and outside of it so yeah. it's really hard to try to figure out now because they've all been purchased by ten yeah. cent playstation and, xbox and i did have that stubborn sort of oh yeah but they're like you're not going to go to you know ubisoft and get them to do it but of course you could so it was just it just wasn't it was that kind of wasn't a, a train of thought that i was going on for a while there but um, the team, one team that did spring to mind, it would be a bit of a change of pace for them, but they do do awesome open worlds, um, was Techland. So the team who do Dying Light. Oh, okay. The open world, they know how to do that kind of gritty sort of edge. Um, they would need to... There's a, there's a few little areas they need to polish up on in terms of the way they go about their business. Um, but like they obviously do the parkour really well, the open world really well. Storytelling needs some work, um, but they just work with people at Sucker Punch probably or someone, you know, some PlayStation people to to get the support they need to create and uh, tell a good story there. But I think they tick a lot of other boxes. And I guess they, their games are in first person versus the third person infamous thing. So there might be a bit of a perspective shift that might or might cause some issues. But they'd be a, they'd be a really, really good studio for that if you if you're thinking kind of, just independent studios that haven't done that sort of thing. Remedy would be good as well. That quirky sort of style. And they I did not- think Remedy. Remedy was one of my other ones too. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if they if you could do a game that just sort of messed with your head. That's what. Sort yeah, of it might be a little bit too straightforward for that for Remedy. Yeah, for them because usually Remedy games just you there scratch your head, slightly confused, going, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah, and I think I, I guess like. Probably- when you are talking about superpowers and that sort of thing, like there's scope that for that to still work, happen. Yeah. Like you could still, especially if you, if they can design, and they're obviously really great storytellers as well. Like if you can get a really good villain that's just constantly fucking with, who, you know, Delson or Cole McGrath or some new, or, or uh, what's her name, uh, Fetch or some or some new superhero, like it could work. You could work. Into it. Yeah. I was say, Remedy big. know how to use. They know how to use the force because that's what they did in Control. Yeah, there you go. That I think that might be my... an even better pick than Techland now that now that we've gone that far. Now that we've really dived into that. Yeah, I say they are just like I said. The story part would be interesting from a Remedy side, but it's probably easier for them to dial it I back. Might be easier than like potentially rein themselves in a little bit than it would be to be a tech land and like really upskill and really try and like we've you know that when you turn to remedy you've got a team of expert writers but it could also work in the same thing as well be that it is a supernatural type of game yeah it might work that way as well just without the confusion of trying to figure out what the hell's going on in some areas not all but like i said the story like you said the story could work yeah, no, just, I'm I'm with you. Just uh, tone down the confusion a bit. That's all. Yeah, I, I could get I could get right around this. So, yeah, I think I'm more on board with them than I am Techland now. I think I've I've changed. Come, my tone. come to think of it, I've come, yeah, really thinking about it more. And you throwing some other ideas out there. I think yeah, that that clicks. On the PlayStation side, I I found this one harder. I really I feel like the only way that could possibly work is if Sucker Punch actually did it themselves. And that's not to say that Ghost doesn't have to happen. Um, again, they've they've got a number that's pretty close to two two full studio or like two full teams. So um, you might have to up like staff up a little bit. But PlayStation or Jim Ryan, uh, and I'm 
I'm finding fewer reasons to hate on him lately because he's he's made some smartish sort of moves. I guess the the way they handle Bungie. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Jim Ryan, if you're listening, no, um, Bungie like the Bungie acquisition was the right like if you're going to do it, that was the right way to do it. And there's some other little decisions like the some of the backflips on mistakes he's made and those sort of things. Like he he does seem to be, I guess hearing some of the feedback that's been sent his way so like i can res- i can respect anyone who's willing to like regardless of how many mistakes they make are willing to try and reflect and do things better um he's he's still he still isn't out of the woods with me by not by a long shot um and i'll continue to hang shit on him until he's sufficiently uh proven me wrong on everything but he's getting there um i think like he but he mentioned it was only last year or maybe 2020 after after sometime after bethesda was first purchased so somewhere in the last 18 months i guess um he did mention that they were going to be spending it like they increased the amount of spending on their end to not well obviously since then they've also gone and bought studios but also to bolster the studios they already had and my my theory at the time was yeah you want to basically turn any team that is just a single team studio into at least a two-team studio and that that shows when you look at naughty dog and they've got like 370 staff um and that's easily your last of us remake and whatever comes from the last of us uh, going forward or uncharted or the similar sort of deal over gorilla is they've got 350 360 or something like that and so that's horizon forbidden west and resistance yeah that'd be nice wouldn't that uh resistance or kill zone or um obviously some people are on this uh, horizon call of the mountain the vr game with fire sprite like they um or whatever else like they i think they've they've added and even uh sony santa monica these days is in like the mid 200s so they've got enough for god of war and then some so and there's all these these constant reports about what cory barlog's doing so i think because he's not the head of god of war this time so oh really yeah he's he's not head, head of the state when it comes to god of war this time so oh I, i'm really interested to see what he does and so i think that's like that's one of the big things that they're doing over there is they're uh, in my opinion is like let's turn these into two plus team studios and there's some exceptions to that i don't think they'll ever pump that that, that sort of money into uh london studio into um media molecule into pixel opus and unfortunately maybe also bend because they just cop it every single time um but certainly the ones that like continue to string winners together why wouldn't you go okay let's insomniac you're already knocking out three games in two years can we make it four naughty dog can we you know make that two in four years instead of you know one one in three that sort of thing like it's like there's those sorts of little things that they could they could work on and i think and that would you don't need to then go like it's it's i guess a safer bet than going out and buying a studio and trying to turn them into a studio that can develop games of the same standard of all the studios they've already got like let's just make the studios that we've already got even bigger and better so i think that might be the in the case of infamous cycling back to the main point i think sucker punch would be the best fit it's just let's build that team out a little bit further and we can have ghost two legends and an infamous game all in development at the same time and for those who are at like ghost is a pretty like very serious like it's a very it's a, got a very specific direction not everyone's going to be like all the people that were there at infamous for um for ghost were the same people mostly that were there for 
for Infamous in the first place. So they, they kind of came on board for a very specific sort of game with a very specific sort of tone. And I'm sure not all of them, as much as they might have enjoyed working on Ghost, I'm sure not all of them are super keen to go around with a very ultra-serious sort of game again like that. They might want to be looking for explosions and a bit of fun and that's, and superpowers. So here you go. You, rather than losing you forever, you know, as you go to some other studio or leave PlayStation altogether, why don't we get you working on an Infamous game? So it could work. Whereas I, I don't think that could happen for Sly because they just don't. I, I think that's too far in their past now. I think that kind of chapter is done for them in the same way that you could never... I don't think you'd ever see Naughty Dog go back to Jack and Daxter. Or Crash Bandicoot. Or, well, definitely not Crash, obviously. Xbox owns that now. But... um, What? Yeah, oh, remember Activ- yeah, Activision. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I gotcha. So I don't, I don't oh. think that'll ever happen. But yeah, the... But Jack and Daxter, for sure. Like, I just don't like that. I think their days with Jack are done. But maybe Jack gets picked up by another studio at some point. Or they farm that off because people want it. So just like Sly maybe a similar sort of path but yeah um, any other thoughts at all any I guess some quick ideas on what you'd even like to see from either of the games from a from a new Infamous or a new Sly <laughs> uh, honestly I don't know I, it's been a while since I played Infamous so I can't really remember what happened and for I know Sly you like... just want more wheelchair pets yeah sure why not <laughs> just some Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say some more diversity, but that just sounds wrong. We, yeah, we know what you mean. We know what you're getting at, but yeah, it's, it, there's a weird potential connotation if you if you didn't explain that properly. No. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll dance around that one. We know what you're getting, getting at. Um, yeah, look, ugh, Sly, I, I think I just want to see more of the same. And they did leave Sly 4 on a cliffhanger as well. I mean, as much as you can have a cliffhanger in a a game about like cartoon raccoons and hippos and turtles but um, like the story is unfinished I guess infamous there is a bow on the whole thing but you could I mean there's plenty of ways they can open things up again they've done it in the past infamous 2 the the actual story path of infamous 2 was based on the way that the decisions that people made in infamous one and the trophy data specifically it was just like okay the majority of people chose the good ending so let's let's go with that so there's there's things that they could do based on choices that people made in infamous two or even if they want to uh, look at second son and go okay this is what happened here and they can bring back cole they can bring back delson they can go with someone new fetch could get her own full game whatever happens to be they've got a few different choices so i don't really know but i like the path that they've gone on um with with the powers recently giving you a lot more flexibility more of that any other thoughts at all no as i say you know with your which playstation developer i also thought sucker punch as well but if they worked in with i don't know was it valkyrie oh yeah yeah because that's a team that playstation's bought recently yeah and then they can work in with them and do something with that yeah, that's not bad. God I mean, Valkyrie helped out, yeah, with God of War, for example. And um, they so also did of... Shadow Shadow of War, Halo. So that's, they're good yeah, at, that's um, not bad. Yeah, I guess, I guess I didn't even think it. Yeah, that other prospect, there's, there's some of these kind of assistant studios. They're not like the they're not actual teams that develop their own games, but they'll just go, okay, we need to send hey, forty people over here, help. twenty people over there, whatever it is, and they're not working on their own stuff. They're helping with everyone else's. That's also an option, yeah, to help I guess flesh out those sucker punch numbers. Good thinking. I like it. 
Yeah. I've done too much thinking on this <laughs> one. Well, on that note there, we'll wrap things up. Uh, you, the listener slash viewer, please let us know what you think about uh, Sly, Infamous, whether the rumours are going to end up being true. If they are, what do you think uh, What do you think happens? Do we see remakes and remasters? Who develops the new games and the franchises? All that sort of thing. Let us know in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter, whatever the case happens to be. But if you enjoyed that episode of Patched, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video. The moment it goes live on the channel, that includes more Patched, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patched, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Dory, where, as has been teased in this episode, there's an insomniac-related person coming on the show sometime soon. Um... So that's that's gonna be pretty cool, and actually a really really cool episode going up this Thursday. And I've I've mentioned Dying Light. This episode, we've got someone who worked on Dying Light too, um, going on the show this week. So some cool guests over the course of the next few weeks. Go check all that out. Uh, we're on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/play2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives, and finally Twitter. Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for me. The website is Player2au. And before we finish. We need to. We've already done a, a shout out for this on the show previously, but Matto, you recently got the platinum in. Oh no, you've yeah, you got you oh, did the umbrella run. Platinum. You haven't got the platinum. You've got, done the umbrella run for uh, Death's Door, and people should stay tuned to the Play Two YouTube channel because your full playthrough of the game in umbrella uh, in umbrella mode, as we'll dub it, um, is. Did I just come up with the name for the series? Yeah, we've, we've come up with the name. <laughs> Umbrella Mode um, Umbrella. Is, is going to be going live on the Player 2 YouTube channel over the course of the next few weeks. So tune in, uh, catch that one because it's, I mean, I haven't, you've uploaded the first few episodes. I haven't actually seen any of them yet. I haven't checked them out myself yet, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty fascinating because knowing my experience from the Umbrella Run, as I finish, by the way, my final beer that Doug sent, from that ba- from that batch, I'm, I'm still waiting. Yeah, mine took a few weeks. That's I say. Yeah, I was expecting that. Like postage in this place is just. If someone says it like, oh, let's give it time. I mentioned I mentioned this to you off camera last time, but I guess uh, listeners for a bit of insight, there was a social media thing there between uh, ourselves and Doug from Power Up PR, who uh, works with Devolver, and so allowed us to get access to Death's Door and everything back in uh, back in the day when it came out last year made a little bet with you specifically Matto that if if you did the umbrella run you'd get a slab um, a which I then did the umbrella run oh, sorry a case I guess to use the his language depending depend how you use it I don't yeah. know but that's, that's that was his words I then did the umbrella run first got sent beers you've now done it you've got the oh, same you did the, plat- you did the platinum and he's gone I'll give you some well. beers he's like oh, I did play he's like alright I'll send you some beer too but the like, platinum's oh, not the hard bit if you can get the umbrella no, run the, the, the platinum's nah. easy the umbrella um, part's the hardest part yeah the umbrella's hard so, or if you miss, miss a certain um, objective on the first two bosses, yeah. But oh yeah, it. that too. Yeah, but that, that's not even hard. Just that's just tedious because no. you got to go back and do it again. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the story behind that whole thing. It's it's there it's for for people to check out. The I'm sure you make plenty of references to it in the show itself. But that's the origins of the whole thing. And uh, who knows what we'll do in the future? There's some cool it, games it coming just, out from Devolver. Yeah, maybe, just, maybe we'll be teaming up more dumb bets with Doug in the future. Yeah, I will. I will just be clear here if you do the umbrella challenge if you do it with an umbrella as well 
we can't not guarantee what Doug's, yeah. no, we, we can't no guarantee what Doug's yeah. gonna do. You can, can't tweet Doug and say, "Hey, I did the umbrella too." He'll just tell you to go away. He might, yeah, he might well tell you to go away. It's not because we're better than you or anything like that, but I don't think Doug wants to keep was, sending out more beers. Cause, he's already probably cause, given out more than he expected. Because Doug knows we love the game and from day one. Yeah, we were there before it was cool to like Death Door. Um, hey, we we approved of it when it came out on at E3's showcase. We said straight away our yes, favorite game from yep. that showcase was Death Door. And then it came out, and it was our. It was Damn. my game of the year. Was it yours in the end? I can't remember. No, nah, it was second to start off second. with because I didn't get. To, I wasn't that far into it, and then I finished it, and then I said, "Nah, it's game of the year." Good. I can't remember. I should remember because the patches weren't that long ago. Okay, we'll wrap things up. We've probably rambled for another five minutes since actually doing the the, the Twitter handles. Uh, as always, thanks a lot for we, uh, for watching, and we'll see you next week.